listening to Everyday Engineering, the City of Madison's engineering podcast where we talk about infrastructure, complex topics explained simply. From the water that flows down your drain to the rain and snow that drains into the lakes. By way, the curbs and streets we design. City engineering touches your life in so many ways. Explained right now in Everyday Engineering. It's construction season and, well... It's always construction season, let's be real. Uh, Anytime you might be listening to this, but we want to dig into a project impacting our community this season. So we're talking about Davies Street and Dempsey Road between Buckeye Road and Cottage Grove Road on the city of Madison's east side. My name is Hannah Molinitsky, the Engineering Division Public Information Officer. I oversee communications for our division. And today we have the project manager and engineer Aaron Canton for this project joining us to talk about his project, Davies Street and Dempsey Road. Thanks for being here, Aaron. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks, Anna. Yeah, we're hoping that, you know, anybody impacted by this project will be listening to this and be able to hear Aaron and understand all the thoughts and process that happens. But before we begin, can you kind of describe what you do for the engineering division when it comes to road reconstructions? What is your role? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm in the streets and paths section of engineering, and my role on these types of projects is usually kind of twofold. I'll do the street or path design, so kind of everything on the surface, designing the layout of it, the geometry of it, and the actual elevation grades for construction. Mm -hmm. And then another part of that is also um, being the project manager on these projects, so making sure that the ship is steered and it gets (laughs) through the various approval processes and the public involvement process and making sure all the other aspects of the project, like any sewers or lighting that gets included, and kind of making sure that it it happens and, and yeah. gets gets built. And gets done. Yep. On time, hopefully, and there's no like bumps in the road, per yep. se. No <laughs> pun intended there. Um, but yes, I think a lot of people may think that, um, who are not part of the process, may think that, you know, our engineers are just designing and that's kind of it. But the project manager part of being a municipal engineer, especially in our transportation, mm-hmm. you know, streets and paths design section um, of engineering really requires some public engagement chops. I work with them a lot. I work with Aaron a lot, but they're doing a lot of the work. You know, you're setting up, you're hearing from the communities straight on. Um, You're accessible to the community. If they have questions, you try to answer as many emails as possible, um, you know, about everything because road construction is disruptive Mm -hmm. and we understand that. So there's a human here and that's Aaron in this case. So um, yeah, lots going on as a project manager in the engineering division when you're designing um, streets and you're designing bike paths and all sorts of things. So let's focus in here. So Davies Dempsey, if we're zooming in on the map, this area is east of Lake Monona, just south of Cottage Grove Road. Mm-hmm. The city plans to kind of reconstruct Davies Street and Dempsey's Road between Buckeye Road and Cottage Grove Road. So specifically, yep. Buckeye Road to Maher Avenue for Davies Street and Dempsey Road includes Maher Avenue to Cottage Grove Road. Yep, that's right. So what is being improved there? Yep, so right now uh, both Davies Street and Dempsey Road are um, what are considered rural streets yep. or unimproved streets. So they're basically just wide streets of pavement only and grass front yards. No, so no stormwater. No There's curb and gutter. No curb and gutter, yep. No sidewalks. Uh, streets generally older, degrading, pretty wide. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot delineating, you know, what's public property, what's private property. And um, 
you know, no curb there to protect the street from street plows. So things on either end kind of get get destroyed and eroded over time. Mm-hmm. And so these these types of streets are, you know, generally ones up for, for major reconstruction projects to add in things like curb and gutter, sidewalk, along with all the underground utility stuff. Yeah, what is what is in that area? So this impacts quite a few people. Quite a few people. It's largely residential. Yep, yep. Largely I, residential. Yeah. It's in the uh, the Lake Edge neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so Davies and Dempsey, kind of one continuous street, is sort of one of the the major sort of local neighborhood collectors uh, for that neighborhood between Buckeye and Cottage Grove. What's a collector? A collector is. Oh, it's it's somewhere in between kind of a main arterial street, which is kind of your Atwood, Cottage Grove, mm-hmm. in between that and just the local residential street where you're mostly seeing just local traffic. Okay. So it's kind of the, the, the street in the neighborhood that most people would use to get out of the neighborhood. Sure. Is a way to think about it. And there's a lot of people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. <laughs> um, Davies and Dempsey, it's, it's, you know, kind of between 1,500 and 2,500 vehicles a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does make this street and this project a little more unique is it also is a metro route. So there's um, there's metro routes today, and with the metro redesign that's coming up pretty soon, mm-hmm. there will continue to be routes and actually a higher frequency of buses on the street. So mm-hmm. that's definitely a high priority when looking at what the street's going to be mm-hmm. to make sure that's accommodated. Yeah. And then another aspect is it is on the uh, Monona Lake Loop route, so it sees a lot of bikers. A lot of bikers. A lot of bikers, yep. Yeah, that's kind of a hot spot for biking in that. I mean, yep. that side of town especially, and then as you get closer to the lake, of course, yep. um, it's a nice space to be. Are you a biker? I am a biker, yep. Yeah, so you should know that if you're listening. Here, Aaron Aaron is, is here with you. When he's designing, he's thinking of you too because he knows you know, what it, what it means to be mm-hmm. a cyclist in the city of Madison mm-hmm. and how important it is to be able to feel safe and also um, just get from point A to point B on your bike. So, yep. Um, I think the the guts of it, I always call this the guts, um, you know, underneath, you know, the sanitary sewer dates back to what, 1952? Yeah, to the 1950s. So definitely older sewer. And that's often a, a strong driver for these projects. You know, we have to make sure that toilets are flushing and, and yeah. basements aren't flooding. And so that's a, a large driver for these projects getting started, replacing that sanitary sewer. And then in addition to that, also replacing the water main it's older water main in the area. That's not always the case. Sometimes um, water utility doesn't um, jump in Correct. on these. So this is that's another yep. thing that makes this different a little bit. Yep, yep. So kind of just adds another layer of more work to be done, yeah. replacing that water main. Mm-hmm. And generally it is good when you're ripping up the street and redoing it to try and replace everything underneath and make everything on the surface and below as new as possible for, for long term. Rip it up once versus rip it up twice. Yep, exactly. Yes, yes. Um, what else? What do you want? What do you want residents and property owners to know from you about this project if they're listening right now? So yep. Somebody lives on that path, that yep. construction section. What do you want them to know right now? Yep, absolutely. So anyone uh, living in that area probably has been familiar with this project for quite a while now. It's actually been in the planning stages for I think closer closer to three years at yeah, this point. So was, so quite a while. Yeah. yeah, quite a few public meetings, quite a few quite a few iterations of different designs. And um, the, the design ultimately that is approved and is going to be constructed uh, this next season in 2023 um, is, is really a very well thought out design. That's a, a culmination of like a lot of engagement. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, there was a lot of back and forth on the width of the street, the sidewalk placements, 
bu buffered bike lanes, bike lanes, a lot of things. And ultimately, the, the design um, that's moving forward is, is one of a, a narrow street of just two travel lanes, a side path to really accommodate an all ages and abilities bike route for, mm. for bikers, especially being that it is such a popular bike route on the Lake Loop. Yes. And then um, sidewalk on the, uh, the other side of the street. Mm -hmm. So it's really gonna be a pretty major change. But one thing I want um, people to, to take away from this, if they're hearing it, is this design is, is really the best design that accommodates all modes of transportation, which is a, a really strong goal for the city mm -hmm. to make sure that we're safely accommodating bikers, walkers, transit users, drivers. It accommodates all that, and it also is kind of the, the skinniest design possible. Mm -hmm. So it has the, the least amount of impacts to people's front yards, to large tree removals, retaining walls. Mm -hmm. You know, there are always impacts from construction, and it is going to change things and change the fabric of the street. But this is really the, the most minimal impact while accommodating all those people safely. There's a lot that goes into it. Yep, yep. <laughs> Especially when you've had a design kind of reach over three years. That's also not common for re right, reconstruction. Yeah. Not, not, not typical. No. Um, so it sounds like, and this is me sharing about projects versus actually designing, which I do not do, um, is we've had a lot of public engagement over the years and we've, we've changed how we've approached it. It sounds like as we've been mm -hmm. working through the design based mm -hmm. on what people have told us. Mm -hmm. And that's a part of, you know, public engagement with local government and construction that people, I think, personally, I think people miss that because they think our design is set and we're just going to do it. And that's not the case, especially this is a prime example of, mm -hmm. you know, designing, hearing from everybody, going back to the drawing board, hearing from everybody, going back to, you know, a few things because different things change. Policies change, people's needs and wants and all the things. Mm -hmm. um, so... I guess, do you want to speak to that at all? Because I think that that's, that's a chunk that I, I really want people to know, being a public information officer, is that your input actually does matter and it does impact the designs. Mm -hmm. Even if we say thank you for your concern or thank you for your feedback, we do consider it and we do make changes. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. This is a really prime example of that process at work. There was you know, quite a long public engagement and, and things were really slowed down through that process to make sure that what, what we're going to be ultimately constructing is gonna work for everyone as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's difficult to, everyone has their own needs and wants and the city has its own policies and, and adopted guidelines to, to go off of. So it's, it's always difficult to have all those hands in the pot and figure something out that, that works for everyone. Mm -hmm. um, but having that longer, really well thought out engagement process, I think leads to, to the best possible design and the best possible outcome. Yes. So there you go. There you have it. Um, I think anything else um, as far as um, timeline or anything else that you want people to know? Oh, disruptions. We, how, we can't forget the disruptions part. So I guess what do they need to know as far as disruptions? People access, things like that. Yep. Yep. So um, while construction is happening, the, the road will be closed to through traffic, mm -hmm. uh, which means that you know, traffic that's not going to homes directly on the street won't be able to get through. Mm -hmm. um, but local traffic on these types of projects for people living directly on the reconstructed street, local traffic is, is maintained and people will be able to get through. Obviously, you know, the road will be ripped up. It'll be largely gravel at times. So proceeding slowly, there'll be construction happening. Um, but 
you know, the ARC contractors in the city that do these types of projects are really excellent at working with residents at minimizing impacts as much as possible, giving people advance notice when they're going to be working directly in front of their house or replacing their sewer lateral or pouring a new driveway apron. Contractors are required to and really great at that type of notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also have a really awesome construction inspection staff yes. for these types of projects who are fantastic. They are really the go-between between the contractor doing the work and the residents living there. Mm-hmm. And um, that uh, contact info for the in- inspector inspectors will be will be sent out to residents before before work gets going. And that's what I always tell folks to, you know, keep that number or that email saved and make sure you have that handy because they're they're responsive and they're they're going to be the most up to date on the timing of things and. Mm-hmm. They're going to really be out there and know what's happening. So they're they're a really good good resource to have. I think that's huge. Cause that's yeah. We have a construction inspection section of engineering. So when Aaron says our folks like that's actually all in in engineering as well. So mm-hmm. um, yes, and they're out there. They're usually out there. They got you know some high vis on. You probably you can spot them. They're usually walking, mm-hmm. checking everything out, walking mm-hmm. it daily. I mean to check everything. Yeah, absolutely. Out. I think these types of projects. The inspectors end up getting to know, you know probably every resident on the street by <laughs> yeah. the end of it because they're just so interactive and they're working on these types of projects every year, year in, year out. With They know the contractors, they know the designers. They're a really amazing staff to have for, yeah. for this type of work. Yeah, for sure. What else? Other disruptions? Anything? Anything, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. So there will be um, water main replacement. So there are some, some service water service outages for sure. this types of construction, usually two to three uh, lasting you know, five to six hours at a time. Again, prior to any of those disruptions for specific homes, the, the contractor will, will give notice to folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there are uh, typically um, impacts to driveway access. So when the new driveway apron, curb and gutter, any of the concrete items are part of someone's driveway, whenever that's getting um, poured, it has to cure to reach its full strength before it can be driven over. And that can take up to 20 days. And so there's a period there where, where folks won't be able to um, access their driveway and mm-hmm. will need to find um, on-street parking elsewhere on the project. And that can be difficult for folks if, if that is something that, that worries you, if you have accessibility issues or need, need to be accommodated differently. That's where I recommend reaching out directly to me mm-hmm. um, as soon as possible so we can make accommodations. There are certainly accommodations we can make for those types of impacts. And again, uh, reaching out to the inspector as well is yeah. going to be good key all the key thing a canton a c a n t o n at cityofmadison.com um i just think thank you for everything that you're doing on this project anything else you want to mention before we wrap up i think this is a, a really exciting project i'm looking forward to um seeing construction through and finished timeline we're looking at um construction beginning likely summer fall 2023 and work will be going into um spring summer of 2024 so when it's all said and done it'll be a pretty new street but it'll be a very different experience for all users i think it's going to be really the safest possible it's going to work with the new metro routes going through the street and especially during those summer months summer months the very busy uh, lake loop route 
Yes. Uh, and in case you are wondering, you know, oh, it's taken three years to get to this point. It's a lot of extra work also for us. And so thank you for um, your patience through this. If you're listening, thank you for your feedback. Aaron, thank you for yours. And um, that's all we have for Davies Dempsey. So um, please, please reach out to Aaron um, if you have questions. Again, acanton at cityofmadison.com. You can go to the um, Davies Dempsey project page on the city's project portal again you can just google davies dempsey city of madison and it pops up on the top of the page um again thanks for being here aaron stopping by thank you this is a first for aaron on our podcast so we'll hopefully hear a lot more from him uh if you have a question about this project or any topic we chat about on this podcast please email us at engineer at cityofmadison.com because we're a resource for you every day in engineering 